0: Yo, 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 GAC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventure Crew, led by honky Zack Bagan. Then there's Aaron Goody, hilarious and raven. Billy Tally is fierce, J.Y. a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew. But he ghosted on the bunch to start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn. To give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. OMG, hello everybody and welcome to the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. I am your host Lynn, and it's been a long time, no talk to. Sorry about that. I had to take a few months off, I guess. more than I more time than I thought. It's been a crazy last few months since then. Totally vaccinated. All is well. I changed jobs. Um, and in between jobs, I took a couple weeks off for my sanity, and then I started my new job, and now I'm instead of working in the nursing home, I am working with adults struggling with serious mental illness. So it's been a very nice change of pace. Um, it's been a lot less stressful. And so I'm hoping that my brain will, you know, slowly kind of get back to normal again, and uh, that would be good. But yeah, the last, and then the last three or four weeks has been just nuts because I had a death in the family. My, one of my most beloved uncles passed away. And then two weeks ago, I got rear-ended in a car accident, got rear-ended, and uh, my car was totaled. So huzzah, now I have to buy a new car. Actually, I just bought one yesterday. It's been kind of a whirlwind. So that's kind of why I've had this like little leap of absence. Lots of stuff going on, but all is well, all is well. Got a new job, got a new car. So yeah, I hope you all are doing well. Everybody, get your vaccines. I really want to have a nice summer. So if you could do that, that'd be fantastic. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, now on to ghost adventures. When we last let off, I was recapping the top 10 viewer episode thingies. Well, now that there's some new episodes, like real ghost adventures episodes on Discovery Plus, I've kind of jumped back into episodes. There's a few of them. This is season 24, episode 5, House of Brujeria, which Brujeria is a Latin form of witchcraft and it uses dolls to put curses on people, it sounds like. So I was like, isn't that voodoo? Um, they had an expert on, and she said it was a lot of Santa Ria, um, some hoodoo, I think she said. So I think a lot of these sort of witchcrafty things sort of blend together with similar elements. So this is Bujaria, and this episode takes place in Las Vegas. Um, Zach starts off the episode saying that they were planning on going to a location in California, but they called off that investigation so that they could go to this save this family in las vegas who is being tormented by a dark entity um apparently there are two women well one lives there the mother we're just calling them a mother and a daughter they're they're not using their names to protect the innocent i guess um so they start off going to the house and zach walks into the house with a giant crucifix. Zach, like, he's got a new camera person and uh, audio tech with him. He's like, do you guys understand that this house could have a demonic entity in it and, you know, it could be dangerous? And they're like, yeah, we get it. So he's like, just want to make sure that you understand. And they were like, cool. So they go in there. They're met by the mother and the daughter. They're both sitting on these couches. And the mother starts making bizarro noises, like she's muttering things or something. And Zach is like, who are you? Because she looks kind of freaky. Like, is she being possessed? And he's like, who are you? Who am I talking to right now? And she starts yelling things. It sounds like she's yelling in another language. But, it's you know, a little difficult to tell because she's wearing a mask. Everyone's wearing masks, thank God. But we don't know what she's yelling. But apparently the daughter understands. He's like, is it upstairs? What's upstairs? You know, blah, blah, blah. So the Ghost Adventures crew goes upstairs. And Zach tries some religious provocation, right? He figures she's getting kind of agitated, so he brings her outside for an interview. And Zach asks her if this entity is torturing her. And he asks, like, "Do do you feel like harming yourself? And she's like, yeah, totally. But she didn't want her daughter to know that. Because, you know, she didn't want to alarm her daughter. But she says yes, she's been feeling like this entity has been telling her to hurt herself. And Zach was like, did it give you any specifics? Like a way to do it? And she was like, yes, with a knife. So that was alarming. So the mother tells this story about finding her husband, who also remains nameless, dead in their bedroom, in the bed. And apparently the mom was having some kind of kind of asthma attack and she was running, she went downstairs and was going to leave the house to go to the um, emergency room or the, you know, emergent care clinic. And as she was turning the knob to go out, she heard a voice say, you know, go check on so-and-so, you know, don't leave, go see so-and-so. So she stopped and went upstairs and that's when she found her husband dead and it sounded like he was in this horrible position like flat on his back but with his hands up and his mouth wide open and his eyes wide open like Ugh! like who knows and uh it sounds horrifying so she was completely traumatized by that and Zach was sort of implying that you know this entity was bad and stopped her from going to the clinic for her asthma but To me that sounds like it was a good entity saying hey don't leave right now because your husband is in danger and you need to go check on him so I don't know it could be you know it sounds like there's lots of spirits in there and we will uh we'll get to that because when they're using the polter pod we get some interesting responses okay then Zach interviews the daughter and She's totally concerned about her mother. You know, she thinks that there's a black cloud over her and that she's being affected negatively. The daughter says that she is heard breathing in her ear, like someone's behind her breathing in her ear, and she's obviously turned around and there's no one there. So that's horrifying. Like, I would hate that, right? She tells about how the mother, after the father died in 2018, started renting out some of the rooms to strangers who need a place to stay. And it sounds like some of these people were like drug users. There was one woman who had a son who died by suicide and she had some kind of shrine set up to to her son with lots and lots of candles, like really kind of creepy, in her room in the house. And apparently she also had the kids' ashes in the house. And they were all kind of freaking out about that. I'm not sure why that's such a bad thing. But I don't know. You know, like I've said, I've got some strange ashes in my house. And so far, nothing bad has happened. I'm going to knock on wood, though, right now. Because uh, I don't want to jinx it, right? Okay, that was me knocking on my, my desk, by the way. I mentioned having a new desk in my last podcast. And yeah, it's exciting. It's like a whole setup now. I got like my computer, my microphone, my desk, my chair... Has something to be desired, but, you know. All right, knocking on my desk. Knock on wood. So they think there might have been some bad energy brought in by these tenants renting out these rooms. And, you know, I also kind of am a little offended by the people who are using drugs being a negative force. I mean, these people, they're probably using drugs because they are also struggling, right? They're traumatized. Something bad happened in their lives, and they're they're self-medicating, right, with drugs. This is how most people become addicted to drugs you know they, they don't want to be drug users like they might try it once and then all of a sudden they're you know addicted because heroin and crack cocaine are very very addictive so it just happens they're not necessarily bad people but is there something in the house that may be negative that may be influencing them to use more drugs that could be possible be possible too or they might have a negative attachment we don't know but I'm just like the whole blanket statement of someone who's been, who's using drugs is not necessarily a bad person. Okay. So she also says that her mother has an estranged sister and niece and is all about money. Like they took money from the family and used it in some sort of way that was, you know, not uh, cool. And that they have been, they were practicing. Brujeria, which is that latin american witchcraft so maybe they put a curse on the mom and the daughter or the house or whatever we don't know but that's kind of what they she was implying and zach was saying that Brujeria is an ancient form of sorcery which uses dolls to bring extreme suffering to others and i'm like well dolls are creepy anyway as we know and possibly evil because there's like human spirits attached to them, and why? So, how is that different than a voodoo doll? I don't know. Maybe it's not. Who cares? Anyway, so the mom also has a son who I guess was living there. I don't think he lives there anymore. No, he doesn't live there anymore because he was traumatized by something he saw in the house. He saw like two black masses come out of the piano in the basement. And he refuses to go back in the house. He doesn't want his name said. He doesn't want to be filmed. So he's out. he's out of the picture too. But he was also traumatized by the house. Okay, so as Zach is reading some information about brujaria, Billy and Aaron are there. And Billy all of a sudden starts coughing and coughing and coughing and he can't breathe. He's like, I can't, I got to get out of here. So he has to leave because he's like, he said it felt like his throat was closing up and he, was, he couldn't breathe and he was coughing. So something was happening to him as Zach was reading that. Cut to day two of the investigation. So they're in nerve center and they're reviewing some evidence from the first day because Billy and Aaron had gone into the house to, you know, take some videos, try to get some initial evidence, you know, see if they can capture anything before the official lockdown starts while Zach is doing the interviews and stuff. So we see Billy was downstairs in the basement listening through a shotgun boom mic. So that's like a a boom mic on a rod, you know, but it's long and thin instead of like big and puffy. And apparently it picks up what you're pointing at. So instead of just the surrounding sound, it picks up the sound coming from where you're pointing, right? We call it a shotgun boom mic. So Billy is listening through the mic in the basement and he gets like this creepy kind of moan sound. It's almost like a, it's almost not a moan, but like a, I don't know, it's a weird, it's a weird sound. So that was creepy. And then... He goes upstairs, I don't know if Aaron's with him at this point, but he's upstairs, there's camera people around, and um, he hears all of a sudden a really loud knock in the kitchen, it's just like one loud bang in the kitchen, and it's caught on the camera, so we can see that there's nobody in there butsing with stuff, or knocking things, or knocking things around, but that we can hear that noise come through and we see billy react like what the heck was that you know so then there is a piece of evidence where it was like the middle of the night and the camera's shooting down i think downstairs and there's a doll case more dolls don't understand what's going on with the dolls but there is like a glass case with dolls in it and all of a sudden the camera picks up this green glowing dot in the reflection of the doll case. Billy was saying something about there being computers and stuff down there and maybe something turned on, but they didn't really go into deeper detail about, like, well, was that computer near the case? Was it just reflecting that? Did, it did like, maybe the screensaver pop on? You know, like, you know, computers are weird. They do weird things. They turn on, like, my cell phone and my computer just randomly may turn on. Who knows? So I I don't know. They didn't do much to debunk it, but they just talked about it. And it was a weird green glowy dot. And then it kind of just disappears. But then on that very same mic, right after they get the glowing dot, they get a voice or a noise. To me, it sounded like a cat meowing. So I'm like, meow. You know? And so I'm like, it sounded like a cat to me, guys. I'm like, is there a cat in the house? I I couldn't tell. They didn't They didn't say there was a cat in the house, but... Um, it sounded like a cat to me, and I was trying to look, I thought I saw maybe like a cat box near the piano in the basement, but they didn't mention it, so I don't know. Maybe there's no cat in the house, so maybe there's a cat outside. I don't know, but it sounded to me like a meow, but they were saying it sounded like a voice to them. I wasn't there, so I'm not saying it was a cat or was a voice. I just don't know. So then Zach is interviewing this woman. Who is a brujería expert. Her name is Brie Luna. And I mean, she's an attractive woman, right? But she's like wearing this thing where she her like she's got quite a bit of cleavage. Let's just say that. It's not like that's bad. I'm just saying it was like, Hello, hello. And so Zach's interviewing her on this uh, you know, like Zoom call or something. And uh, it's like boobs. Anyway. It was distracting a little bit, but she talks about brujería and, you know, the rituals around brujería, and she's saying to cleanse an area, there's something you can do. You can take eight glasses or eight glass mason jars of water and put some ammonia in the water and leave them open around the house for three days. Then you close up the jars, and then you take those jars to a crossroads very far away. And that's supposed to take the negative energy with it, I guess. Which I thought was an interesting thing, and I thought that's what they were going to do, because they were like, all right, we're going to cleanse this house as part of the lockdown and all that stuff. But then they didn't, but I don't know. So Zach gives the mom and the daughter in the house, like, a crucifix, a St. John's medal, and uh, some holy water that Zach was like, we stopped by a church and got you some holy water. And these holy, wa- holy water is in like these little to-go cups, like these little tiny, they look like something you would get salsa in, in to-go, or like uh, salad dressing. But instead, these are holy water. So it's like your takeout holy water in these salsa cups, which I thought was amusing. Okay, so he gives all these things to the family, and then he tells them, he gives them a, a sheet of paper with like a poem or a prayer on it. He said that this helped him when he was, felt like he was, something really dark was attached to him, and he was going through a really, really hard time. He read this thing, and then all of a sudden felt changed, felt enlightened, and he felt like it saved, it saved him. He said that. He said that. Felt like he was saved, so he gave this paper with this poem or prayer or ritual on it, and told his told the mom to stand in the house but in the doorway and looking out at the blue sky while she reads this thing, and she needs to be in the house but looking outside because she, they want to cleanse the house itself. So she has to be like sort of in the house at the same time, but looking at the beautiful blue sky. Okay, so that was something. Okay, then the investigation officially begins. Zach goes into the house alone, and the guys are like, "Okay, go right ahead. You can go alone all you want." So he goes in the house and he's doing some EVPs. And to me, I'm I don't know. It might have just been me or my headphones or what. what I was hearing, but there was like, to me, there was like some weird ass noises being picked up by the camera but maybe they were just like you know random background like mechanical noises because it was like quite steady like the whole time but I was like what is that but no one seemed to mention it so maybe it was just like the refrigerator running weirdly or the air conditioning kicking in I don't know but it freaked me out whatever it was it was, it was a very creepy sound so Zach is in there doing EVPs and he goes into the bedroom where the husband had died mysteriously and suddenly. And he looks at the bed, and all of a sudden he sees a green light showing up on the bed. And I don't know if it was the same kind of green light that was on the doll case that they caught on the camera. They don't mention it, but maybe, I don't know, maybe it was the same kind. So Zach uh, Zach is like, hey guys, come on in here. I need some more equipment. I want you guys to see this. Blah, blah, blah. So Aaron comes in with some equipment. Um, He turns on the polter pod. And they're talking to the spirits. And I think they ask, like, where are you? Or where are the spirits in this house? And a man's voice, a deep man's voice says, closet. And then they ask, like, what's the name of your wife? Can you tell us the name of your wife? And he just says, listen. The Same exact male voice comes through and says, listen. So then Aaron asks, how many spirits are here? And then they, the voice says, 15. That's what I was saying earlier. I'll mention how many spirits might be there. So 15, that's a lot. So they ask, is there a portal in this house? And the voice says, I think so. And then they ask, who brought the dark spirits to the house? And the voice says, that kid pretty clear it said that kid so they're trying to figure out like which kid was it the tenant who had the son who completed suicide and because they had she had his ashes there that kid that kid's spirit or darkness was there his darkness that made him complete suicide was attached to those ashes and they got attached house or i was thinking that because Before, the daughter said that the mom's sister and niece had, you know, started practicing buharia and brought in all these spells and cursed the house. I thought, well, maybe the niece was that kid. I don't know. That that jumped to my mind when it said that kid. So they ask, where is this portal located? And the voice says, at home. And they're like, yeah, we get it. Okay, at home where and there's no answer but then they ask how are you doing now that we are helping your wife you know thinking they're talking to the husband how are you doing now that we are helping your wife and the voice says stress or i heard distressed so he's distressed or they said stressed so the same thing so he's feeling some stress so Zach all of a sudden hears a dog bark, like right next to him. Nobody else hears this thing. And Zach's like, you didn't hear that? Are you sure you didn't hear that? you got to heard it. It just it was right here, right next to me. Right here, I heard a barf. and nothing. Nobody, nobody else heard that dog bark. It's like me hearing the cat meow. I mean, there's dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. So Zach was freaking out that no one else heard this dog bark. So Zach starts yelling for spirit to do something it's like do something you know you're a dark spirit do something do something in this house right now and then they hear a strange sound coming from downstairs and zach says it sounds like this creepy sound from the movie the ring it's like this kind of clicking sort of sound which i don't know i I can't remember that much from the ring other than it was really really scary and i don't want to see it again but If I heard like some sort of like chattery clickety sound that reminded me of something from the ring, I think I would probably pass out and die or leave the house and just never come back. I don't know. It sounds frightening, really. I mean, we hear it on the camera microphone, but it's hard to really tell what it sounds like. Okay, so all of a sudden the guys start getting super cold. Billy, Aaron, and Zach are back downstairs because they went to investigate that clickety sound coming from downstairs. And Zach is totally freaking out because it's like this cold, cold, cold energy. He feels it kind of swirling around him. And he's like, oh my God, do you feel this? Oh my God. And Billy is like, Zach, I can't even see you right now. It was like he's being enveloped by some sort of dark energy. And Zach's totally just feeling cold all around him and zach is like this is the coldest pocket of air i have ever felt like that's how cold it was so as zach is feeling cold we also see this little ball of light like kind of slowly moving across the room and it goes right into zach's head and then zach pulls out the trifield meter to try and like get some energy readings from this cold mass that's around him. And he pulls it out and the meter spikes to like a six. And Zach's like, oh my God, this is just spiked to a six. And he's like, Billy, what were you getting when you were doing some initial readings? And Billy said he was only getting like ones and twos on the tri field meter when he was down there before doing, you know, the initial investigation by himself. So that just, you know, shows that there was a difference when Zach was holding it on this cold Cold energy was around him. So Zach said that when he was enveloped in that cold and Billy couldn't see him, he felt like this rage, right? And he told Billy, he, felt, he told Billy, I felt like stabbing you in the eyeballs. And Billy's just standing there staring at him. And Zach goes, but I didn't. <laughs> and then Billy's like, well, thanks. <laughs> it was just a funny moment because, like, it, you should have seen the look between the guys, you know, because Billy was totally freaked out that Zach wanted to stab him in the eyeballs, but I didn't. <sighs> uh, just made me laugh. Okay, so then they start using the SLS camera. They're back down in the basement. They are, you know, shooting all around, and all of a sudden Zach gets a figure, an SLS figure, on the camera on the side of the bedroom door. And it's kind of cool because then, you know, Billy's like, oh my God, I see a figure. And you can see Billy come in from inside the room. He comes into frame, like into the doorway, from off frame into the picture. And then the stick figure vanishes. So you know that the stick figure wasn't Billy, you know, it wasn't um, matricing or, you know, picking up Billy's form. There was nobody there. Billy wasn't even in the doorway when that figure came in. So that was pretty compelling that it was not Billy and it was a real spirit that was being picked up by the SLS camera. So then the guys split up. Zach is in the middle part of the house. It's like a split level kind of house. So he's in the middle in the living room. Aaron goes into the basement and Billy goes upstairs. So because it's a split level, they can kind of you know, if they talk loudly or, or yell, they can hear each other. So they can have, like, conversations. Anyway, so they're all split up. And then Jay is at the nerve center. And he thinks he hears a kid crying. But, again, it sounds like a cat to me, like a cat meowing. And Zach even says in the uh, voiceover, he says, can't. we cannot rule out that it was uh, not someone's cat. So I'm like, yeah, because it sounds like a cat. And I think the nerve center was maybe in the garage or somewhere close to outside. So it could have been, you know, the neighbor's cat walking around. So it may be debunked or not. So back inside, Aaron hears a knocking or someone moving around in the bedroom in the basement. He said it sounds like someone knocking on the ceiling. So he was like, hey, are you guys walking around upstairs? And they're like, no, like Zach was sitting on the couch Totally still and Billy was upstairs in the other bedroom, like where the man died, on so like on the second floor. So they were nowhere near where Aaron was and they weren't moving. So I don't know what this sound was that Aaron heard. He said it sounded like somebody in the ceiling or something and knocking on the ceiling. So we don't know. I don't think it was picked up. Zach, we see Zach on camera. Like there's an X camera pointing to, towards Zach and we see him sitting on the couch and he starts saying like a prayer of protection you know he just spontaneously starts saying something and then all of these, all of a sudden he says blood on my hands then he says like I've never said that before ever especially what I'm doing a protection prayer he's like I don't even know where that came from what you know maybe was something you know possessing him to say that so Aaron goes upstairs to see Zach. And Zach hears, as soon as Aaron comes up, Zach hears a whisper. And he is totally freaking out because Aaron didn't hear it. He didn't hear it at all. And he's like near him, you know, in the next room, coming into the room. And he didn't hear it at all. So Zach's like totally freaking out. And then, because he heard the mysterious dog bark, now he's hearing this whispering that no one else hears. So Zach starts taking pictures around the living room and he's shooting toward the stairwell and he gets something weird he's like oh my god what was that you know because he takes multiple pictures in a row and in one shot there's nothing there and then all of a sudden there's something there in the picture and he's freaking out and um all of a sudden like billy now is on the main level too so it's like zach aaron and billy on the main level and they're looking at these pictures and they hear a door close like really loud it's not super slammy but it's really loud like a forceful clunk close coming from the basement so of course they all run down the stairs to the basement and they're like they start like going oh my god cuz the door to the bedroom in the basement was now closed and the whole time that door had been open okay so on the X camera super super it was amazing okay the X camera caught the door while you can hear the guys talking upstairs, taking pictures and talking about the pictures on the, you know, main level. And this is happening in the basement. The X camera catches the bedroom door, slowly closing. It closes almost entirely. Then it swings back open a little bit and then shuts forcefully. Like, what? Like that was crazy. Like, you know, a door might close or it might open, but like Close and then open again and then slam shut was super compelling because you're like what was that that was totally crazy obviously a gust of wind couldn't have done that you know because it hadn't been moving at all before so the guys all go into the bedroom they didn't see the footage yet so they didn't see how creepily it was moving they just knew it, it shut itself So they went into the bedroom, they turned on all the lights, they went off night vision, and they just tried to debunk it. They wanted to make sure there was no window open that could have caused the door to shut by itself or anything like that. And there was no window open. It was completely sealed shut. So they couldn't debunk it. So that was like an amazing piece of footage. And as we see, this bedroom door was the one where... Zach caught the SLS figure standing right next to the door. And the still camera in the bedroom catches a little ball of light flying through the room right toward the door right before it closes. So, wee totally freaky! Um, And very compelling. You know, we got, like we always say, there's multiple pieces of evidence validating this one thing happening. So like we got the SLS, we got the ball of light and we got visual evidence of this door closing by itself. Super cool. Oh, after that door closes too, the guys are all standing there and they start hearing like a rumbling sound and they're like, oh my God, they're trying to open the door again. So it sounds kind of like the door is kind of um, shaking. So it's kind of like a little rumbling sound that they hear. Which is also pretty compelling and would scare the piss out of me if I was there and that happened. Oh, and then Jay, while they're in the bedroom trying to debunk, you know, maybe there was a wind gust or whatever, Jay radios them from Nerve Center and says, hey, isn't that the bedroom where the guys, the kids' ashes were too? So they're like, ew, maybe it has something to do with that kid based on what, you know, they heard from the polter pod that voice saying that kid so maybe the kid is messing around with things you know so they all go to nerve to analyze the photographs and they they're looking at the photos and you can see like this glowing misty thing like it's vertical and then there's also another little misty thing that has like a kind of a purplish light to it so it's all very interesting what they call it on the camera Because it's not in other photos, and then just in that one. So they're like, it kind of looks like ectoplasm that they would see in those old spiritualism photographs. I don't know if you've ever seen those, but they're pretty cool. But they also kind of look staged. It's interesting. You should check it out. So there's that photographic evidence. And then they hear, oh, and then as they're in nerve center, something upstairs moves the X camera like you can see the X camera totally like shift and there's nobody up there nobody's messing with the camera apparently a spirit is though because the spirit shifts the X camera super cool super compelling so you know I thought they were gonna then do the cleansing ritual with the eight mason jars because they were supposed to be helping the family but if they did that they didn't show it so and the, the episode just kind of ended at that point But it was a good episode, had lots of good evidence. SLS figures, voices on the pod, disembodied voices, or maybe it was a cat's meow. We don't know. It's the cat's meow. That door closing, now that was super cool. That was an amazing piece of evidence. Very compelling. Because the way that door closed and then opened and then slammed shut, I've never seen anything like that. Super amazing. The lights they caught on the camera. The little green light that was caught on the X camera overnight. That was interesting. I wish I would have debunked that a little bit more. But um, it was cool looking anyway. It just kind of came on and then disappeared after a few minutes. And then just the whole the experiences felt by this family. This mother and this daughter and the son who was living there. Hopefully the guys were able to cleanse the house and give... The family, some peace. Hopefully, the woman did that little spiritual ritual that Zach told her to do with reciting that prayer or poem
1: and, you know, all
0: those religious medals and crucifixes and take out holy water will also help. He was even saying to the woman, like, this is not just a TV show. You know, we are trying, we came here to help you. You know, and we've seen that many, many times before that they really, really care and really do these investigations to help these families who are struggling and have some sort of attachment or dark force in their home. And they really do go out and try to rid the spirit from their house or help them, give them some peace. Like we were saying before, like just believing them could be huge because a lot of times people who are dealing with a lot of trauma bring on negative energy around them because there's so much trauma that they're dealing with they don't realize that they're actually kind of creating a situation that is filled with energy and a lot of it is negative because they're so stressed out they're so like freaked out yeah they really try to help families dealing with these kind of situations so it was nice to see the guys again i missed them you know my three months off you know it was was difficult but i was also very confused by the discovery plus i heard there was a new episode on discovery plus and then they're saying oh there's going to be a new season and i'm like what how do we know when this is happening because it's not on the travel channel but i was also pleased to see because I was worried because for a couple months there I didn't see any ghost adventures episodes on the travel channel so I was like are they not even going to show you know the old episodes on travel channel anymore like how are you supposed to get your ghost adventures fixed in the middle of the day you know if you need some ghost adventures you know you have to go to the discovery plus channel like you know the the app to see them like I was like oh my gosh that's crazy It's a good thing I have 115 episodes saved on my DVR, which is taking up, like, all the space. But I saw that they were running, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back episodes of Ghost Adventures again. So you can binge Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel if you want. It's just not new episodes. So that was kind of a a relief just to see that it was out there. That is it for this episode of I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. This was episode 45. No, 46. So, this was episode 46 of the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. Woohoo! So, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. You are the best. You're super awesome. Please send me an email at I Love Ghost Adventures Podcast at gmail.com or follow the show on Twitter at I love GAC podcast or now there's a website you know where you can find the episodes and stuff and I'm going to put more content up there at some point but it's just another way to bring attention to the podcast so please share it with your friends tell people about the podcast if you like it of course you like it you've listened to 46 episodes now woohoo please subscribe to the podcast you know like it make comments, do things to make other people know that you're out there and you're listening. I would appreciate it. Okay, thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. And I hope you are still staying safe out there. The pandemic, the pandemic's not over yet and cases are still rising, but hopefully as more and more people get vaccinated, that will go down and we can go back to normal. Of course, it'll be a new normal, probably with lots of masking and distancing anyway, but hopefully we'll be able to go to like outdoor concerts or ball games and things that would be so great. Everything that we missed last year. Okay, stay safe, be respectful, be responsible, and thank you for listening. And I will talk at you later. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.